His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Just so happens that Mike Weaver from Big Daddy Weave is hanging with his radio this morning. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing great, dude. It's amazing to see you. I, You know what? I have to say... The relationship that you have had with your dad throughout the years have just blessed us. And I know something happened back in December, but the last time you were with us, we could tell that your dad has made such an impact on your life just by the way you talked about him. Man, one of my greatest memories is looking for my dad on a Saturday, you know, because he worked a nine to five all through the week. But on Saturday, I'm like, mom, where's dad? And literally my dad was in his closet. He had carved out a place and he was he would he would lay on his face, man. He would pray for us, man. You're so moved by that, and his legacy lives on in you. You're so honorable for your dad and his Christian walk and, and the way that you live your life today, Mike. Man, thanks for saying that, dude. Um, my dad uh, went to be with Jesus on this past Christmas, man. Um, and uh, that was one of the most incredible and the most awful things ever. You know, it had been something I had that had been one of my greatest fears was losing my dad. Um, but man, at the same time, um, God's presence was with us. And even just hours before he went to be with Jesus, um, man, I got to literally hold him. He put his head on my chest, man. And I got to sing over him. Man. And the presence of God and the hope of God just, just filled uh, my family's living room. Um, Rob, man, heaven is heaven is so real to me today. Um I'm pretty sure a few weeks ago my dad met Billy Graham, and I was, I was pretty stoked about that. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. wow. You're always such an encourager. And I know your encouragement to our very own Jim Mann through his cancer battle meant so much because you sent this very personal prayer. Thank you, God, that you're Emmanuel. Thank you that you're with Jim right now, God. Hey, man, we love you, and we're standing with you, and we're just believing in Jesus' name um, that, that you're going to see breakthrough in all of this. You're going to see the hand of God and to the glory of God. Amen. Mm, wow. That meant a lot to you, Jim, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was a year and a half ago, Mike, and today I'm cancer-free. Praise God, dude. Man, that, <laughs> I'm telling you, that is such good news today, man. And, bro, we love you, man, and we, we celebrate that that fact with you today, man. Dude. Yeah, that meant, that meant the world to me. Thanks. Thanks so much for doing that. Praise God. Dude. It was my honor, man. My Aww. honor. And Mike, you're really no stranger to seeing the hand of God in the middle of terrible situations. But it was so cool because last year your brother Jay was able to walk on stage after you know losing his feet from diabetes complications. How's your brother doing now? Yeah, man, that was an incredible moment. Um, my brother is still recovering. Um, man, you know, I when he walked out there, I mean, I, I just lost it, man, you know, because we'd been singing this song in faith for some some months, you know, um, just to tell you my story is the tell of him. And, and my dad had encouraged us even in this walk of like, you know, your brother's story is not over. And when he came walking out there that day, man, I mean, the place just came unglued and I I came unglued literally and couldn't couldn't finish the song. It was it was amazing. Uh, you know, we cannot wait to see you coming to Savannah and to Raleigh because the Big Daddy Weave Tour with Brandon Heath along with you is moving right on through his radio.
That's awesome, man. We love Brandon, dude. What an awesome set of music, man, and a great guy to hang out with. We're having a lot of fun on the road, dude. We can't wait to to bring it, man, all over his radio land. It's amazing. Yeah, so so Mike Weaver, Big Daddy Weave, going to be with us in Savannah April the 18th, and then in Raleigh the next day on the 19th. So looking forward to that, Mike. It's always a joy to spend time with you. Mike Weaver, Big Daddy Weave, you want to know more about the concert or check out the interview again, just go online to his radio. Apple TV, and even Roku. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Mason Ringer was, uh, he's from Buford. He was out on the uh, Okady River. I want to say a Cody River. Okady River and his little boat capsized. Oh, that's not good. And uh, he was struggling. And uh, he didn't think he was going to make it to shore. But then all of a sudden, this lovely little miracle dog shows up in the water. Doesn't know where he came from or anything. He just showed up in the water and just kind of turned around and said, hey, grab my tail. He didn't say grab my tail, but he kind of showed that. But uh, uh, Mason is, he pretty much credits the dog for saving his life. Listen to I was able to grab his tail. He started, he started pulling me towards the shore and my hand slipped and the dog like felt it, stopped, backpedaled, and I was able to get my arm around his collar and he took me all the way to the dock. It was a miracle. I was gonna buy the dog the biggest steak I could ever find on Friday. That is awesome. <laughs> Isn't that great? It was a little chihuahua. No, was it was like a lab or something. A Labrador. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like a lab. Great swimmers, and they just love saving people. That was That's pretty awesome, though. That's yeah. like a movie, you it know? It is. It's a Disney movie. Yeah. Grab my tail. Yeah, and then just pulls him into shore like that. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, and he slips off, and he backs up. Here you go. <laughs> Grab my tail again. And he's a big guy. Mason's not a small guy either, so the fact that he pulled him in there like that, mm-hmm. incredible swimmer. Yeah, well, and all clothed, too, I'm sure. Because yeah. you feel like, did you say you feel the out of a boat? The dog was wearing clothes? Yes. Yeah, and the dog. Yeah. yeah. Life vest and everything. Little swim shorts. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, Mr. Rogers. You may know that name very well, especially if you grew up in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and in through the 90s. His show was just amazing and reaching kids' hearts. Now, here's the cool thing. There was another television show that was back on during the day. It was called Candid Camera. And if you remember it, this was one of those reality shows before reality shows were reality shows. And they would catch people to do pranks on them, unknowing on them. And then they record it and put it on TV. So all of a sudden, they're doing this uh, prank on Mr. Rogers in a hotel room. And so the host of the show was Peter Funt at the time. Alan was his dad. He did the original show. And Peter brings him into a hotel room to prank him and to tell him, hey, in your room, there's no television. Now, I'm thinking they're wondering if Mr. Rogers is going to fly off the handle and go, wait, what? No TV? But no, this is how Mr. Rogers reacted. I don't use the television anyway. Is that the television? No, it normally goes right here. I had to pull it out and put it in another room. <laughs> That's great. Did you need a TV? No. Aren't you? Don't I know you from TV? I have enough TV in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Hear how kind he is? Well, he finds out it's a prank, and that's the way Mr. Rogers' demeanor was the whole time. At the end of their conversation on this candid camera clip, here is Fred's heart as he's talking to Peter Funt. Thank you very much. And thank you again. You know, Peter, we all need something sometime. 
Sometimes we may need a sweater to keep warm, but other people need a hug or some love. And it's not just that people need outside kind of things. And that's why we have launched this, because everybody is in need at one time or another. And that's something. That's his heart. I mean, he's just all full of love and always reaching out to help people, Mr. Rogers. What, what do you think the producers are expecting? Like, did they think Mr. Rogers was going to go ballistic and, like, smash stuff? and Or at least be a little <laughs> upset. Man, he went into a rage. I cannot believe that, man. <laughs> And that's something. His forever stamp is in, uh, I guess, post offices. The big ceremony is going to happen on Friday. So it was neat to see how Mr. Rogers is on and off screen when he was alive. His morning crew. You know, I used to have this really good streak of winning things, and I haven't won anything for, like, weeks. I'm Allison weeks. along with Rob and Jim. We're his morning crew on his radio. Weeks? It's been a year for me. <laughs> weeks? When was the last time Jim won something? Oh, it was about a decade ago. Yeah, but you don't ever enter. I enter That's a lot. That's not the point. I enter, and I win nothing. <laughs> no, the last thing I won was a pair of glasses four years ago. You win every morning when you come to work with Jim and I. Oh, <laughs> boy, that's a contest that I, uh, yeah. So here's the thing. If you don't enter, you can't win the Mac Pack giveaway, which is a MacBook Pro, a brand new iPhone, and an Apple TV 4K, which when you plug that into your TV, you're going to go, wow, the picture is amazing. And here's how you win. There's two ways to win. I'll tell you one of them. That is to give your friend raiser gift early like today and then on april the 9th which is the first day of friend raiser where we're raising the operational budget for the listener supported radio station your name could be pulled out of that you could be winning this mac pack giveaway from his radio so exciting it starts a week from monday our friend raiser april 9th so you just need to give your gift before then to be entered to win or you could just feel like me, and because Allie and Jim are here, <laughs> be a winner every You're already morning. Already a winner. Already a winner. Thank you, Jim. You're welcome, winner. Thank you, thank you, Allie. You're welcome, winner. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Our producer, Jim Mann. I wonder how. Well, he has health tips for you. So let's just, <laughs> just sit back and see Jim Mann, who can eat anything and everything and not gain an ounce, can give you a health tip. That's right. You, too, could be as healthy as I am. Especially with Easter coming and all this candy flying around. Rob's in here with an Easter basket, chocolate running over the edges. No, actually, Allison put veggies in my Easter basket. Why do you have chocolate around your mouth? That's that chocolate. <laughs> Thomas. Okay, well, hey, I'll give you some tips. Actually, some doctors, several doctors said, hey, you know, don't beat yourself up if you have a few candies, you know, just get back into it. You have real health tips? Yeah, I do. Wow, well, Check me you out. lay it on us. All right, Rob. You got a little notepad you can take down? I'm going to take notes, yeah. All right. So what I'm saying is they give like the top several. I'm going to give you the top five. Okay, please. The healthiest of the candy. And none of them are really healthy because there's sugar and stuff like that. But, you know, so you really are going to talk about candy then? Yeah. I thought this was like real health tips. Okay, go ahead. Well, no, no. <laughs> okay, the best one for you, and you'll love this one because it's 
Reese's peanut butter eggs. I do love those. Ah, and I have to so stay good. away from them. Only 90 calories, 8 grams of sugar. So, you know, get some peanut butter in there, get a little bit of protein. So, they're healthy, is that what you say? Yes, I'm eat confused. as much as you want of these boys and girls. <laughs> that part don't listen what to. What about you know. the whole moderation thing? Yeah, whatever. Whose story is this? <laughs> He's got four more. Yeah, there are four more. Then, coming in second, the Tootsie Easter egg shaped pops. All right, it doubles in calories here. It jumps up to, uh, no, it doesn't. 60 calories. It's actually lower. All right. Okay, the next one doubles uh, the Russell Stover coconut cream egg. I'm not a big fan of coconut, so I'm skipping right over that one because this is all about me. I'll take those. Okay. But the Cadbury cream egg, mm, I can go for that one. Eh, you know, it's getting a little bit sugarier and more calorier. So, Rob, just cut, draw the line right there. Don't have those. And then the last one I'll tell you about is the Hershey's Milk Chocolate Easter Kisses. Isn't that exciting? They're just regular Hershey Kisses, but they have different color foil on the top of it. So but these are healthy? I'm still confused. That's I what know. I'm trying to figure out. What they're saying is there's going to be candy, right? Yeah. So what you do is rather than when you go to somebody's house or whatever it is, don't go and say, oh, candy, and start eating and then have dinner or lunch, whatever it is. Go. Use that for dessert, have a few of them, and just do it in moderation, boys and girls. Uh, well, thank you, okay? Jim. And then get back on, you know, your great diet right after that. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. We've heard that amazing things are happening because of the movie I Can Only Imagine. Can only imagine. People coming to Christ because of the story of Bart Millard's dad and how Christ changed his heart. Well, here's something else amazing that happened at the movie theater in Raleigh during a screening of I Can Only Imagine. A woman in her mid-70s started having a seizure right there in the theater. Dan Stallfire happened to be sitting in the same row as the woman, so he got up to help. And Dan is an EMT. He's also a volunteer firefighter. So he helped a woman down the stairs, gave her a stroke test, and called 911 to end up in the same row that she was. It was almost, to me, it was like divine intervention. Not often do you have patrons that are not only willing to help someone in need, but also understand the fact that their movie viewing experience was interrupted because of a medical emergency. Yeah, the movie theater gave Dan some free tickets because he uh, missed out on a bunch of the movie. Uh, he doesn't normally go to movies on a Sunday, so that was really rare for him. Huh. But he really wanted to see I Can Only Imagine with his family, so he was there with the whole family, five of them. And then to be in the same row as this woman really felt like God's hand was on the situation. You know it was. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's almost like God knew about it. I can only imagine. Oh! <laughs> Rob, Allison, and Jim. Olivia said that she had an opportunity to do something the other day. What, what happened here, Olivia? What's your story? Yesterday, I had the opportunity to minister to a lady who has kind of a similar background. You know, her mom gave her up. Dad didn't want to have anything to do with her. She's been on her own since she was 14 or 15. I've never experienced that, but... Since you've been so open with your history, I was able to use you as an example and wow. how far you've come along. And I, I'm going to start crying, but um, it just means a lot to me that you share that part of your life and that I was able to talk to her about it. And um, she's gone through so much abuse and, you know, and it was it was just a, a night that she spent on my couch, but um, 
I just want you to know how much that meant to me that I could use your story. Wow, Olivia, that that means a lot. I'm very humbled that you would say that and and use my life as an example of how somebody can actually just give it all to God and watch what God will do with it. Yep, and you know she doesn't understand the whole God thing. You know, does He still love me? This, that, and the other. But I said, you know, I can't speak to you on that. I can speak to you about what I know that I've learned from this man who's been so open with his history and um i just wanted you to know how much i appreciate what that you share that you're so open with that that it touches people's hearts that you don't even know so i want to thank you for that his morning crew so if you feel like the world is completely against you and you've been torn apart by so many people who just don't get who you are maybe this will help you out in our encouraging word today it's second samuel chapter 22 and verse 4 i called on the lord who is worthy to be praised and he saved me from my enemies first samuel or second samuel chapter 22 and verse 4 that's our hashtag encouraging word Rob, Allison, and Jim. This breaks my heart. Someone stole a bench from a six-year-old boy's grave in Beaufort. So sad. The little boy's dad, James McDiffitt, he's a veteran battling cancer, and he would come to the grave and sit on that bench for long periods of time. But after word got out about the stolen bench, this retired Army colonel and Savannah resident Keith Landry decided to do something to help. He got together with a local wood maker to design a brand new bench made out of reclaimed wood from Hurricane Matthew. We wanted to give you a place where you can come here and spend time with your son. As a father of two sons, I know how I'd feel if, if this had happened to me. That, that's something else. It, it, it stands out. You can't, that's just, <laughs> I can't thank them enough. It's, it's beautiful. Mm, that father could barely find the words to say thank you. It just meant so much to him. And the cool thing is this new bench is embedded with the McDiffitt name. So it will be impossible not to know who this bench belongs to. Yeah, nobody better take that thing this time. No, and it's much heavier than the old bench, which hopefully will prevent it from being taken as well. Yeah, why would somebody even do that in the first place? But I'm glad he's got something better now. Yeah. A great memory for his son. Man, that is low. Can't believe it. But I can't imagine sitting there. Uh, the grave of your little boy. Man. But now he knows that his community really loves him and came together for this. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Jim, I tell you, he's uh, he's quite the social media fiend, or should I say he's challenged in social media. So it'll be very interesting to hear how he comes across with this social media Snapchat thing. What? I love the Snapchat. I'm sure he loves the Snapchat. What do you do with Snapchat? It's on the phone, right? <laughs> There's my point. Yeah, you, you snap while you're chatting with people. <laughs> Yeah. No. Actually, we did this at our house, and I should have, I should have saved it. I should have, you know, recorded. We as I, in what, which kid? Okay, Mackenzie. Okay. <laughs> she, with my 96-year-old dad, did this, did all the little Snapchat filters and stuff, and he's freaking out. Uh, his face is melting off, all that kind of stuff. Aww. In the Snapchat filter. In the Snapchat, yeah. Okay, yeah. Not in real his life. actual face was yes. not melting off. But 
Uh, Rebecca Bell of Charleston, she did it with her grandfather <laughs> on Snapchat, and it's high hilarious, and it's going viral like everything else. It's hilarious. Listen to this little fella. <laughs> Okay, I like that hair now. Don't rip. <laughs> you sure messing me up. <laughs> that little dog face on him and the little uh, whatever, beaver. A little whatever. Uh, something, something. And then he's like a little <laughs> old lady. <laughs> and he had bangs, which, you know, we love that. When you don't have a lot of hair, you love the mm-hmm. pictures with the bangs. So she did just about every Snapchat filter on Grandpa that you can think of and then posted it. Yeah, and he was loving it. So that's funny. His reaction is the funny part, of course. I did this with uh, Tim's Auntie Belle in Ireland a couple Christmases ago. No way. Oh, she loved it. What was the filter you had on her? Uh, Like a Santa hat and funny glasses and and the face swap. That is weird. I face swapped with her. Yeah, and? Which one's you? How did you feel about Auntie's face on your face? Uh, It just doesn't look quite natural. No, (laughs) not yet. That just comes with time. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Jessica is a part of the family. What's going on there, Jessica? At the Rob's Biggest Loser kickoff, my daughter had a basketball that she had everyone signed and Allison took it with her to get Jim to sign it because he was the only one that wasn't there. Yeah. And I was curious if it was still there if I could come in the morning. We've played a lot of basketball with it. It's got a lot of use. Yeah. We've had so much fun. <laughs> Dodgeball was the best. When we hit Jim in the head, that was a highlight for us. Okay. With Dodgeball with it. Yeah, it's here and it's all signed and ready for you. Okay. Thank you very much. I think some of ours are fading on it now. Need a new marker? Yeah. I don't think I've ever signed a basketball before, but of course, the one that she really wanted was Jim's. And it's on there now. My head's Look at that. How did you actually do that? I had a hard time signing the basketball. Well, you got to work out, Rob. Oh, is that it? Yeah, you got to push down on the Sharpie. Allie's going to throw it at you. Oh, no. He caught it. What are you saying? I am amazed. The fact that she threw it to me was amazing. No, that you caught it was amazing. Allie knows how to throw. (laughs) I don't know what you're thinking. She's very athletic. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, go ahead. It's His morning crew. Have you ever thought about, you know, sometimes there's words you just, you don't, you take for granted, but then when you think about it, like, is that actually a word or something like that? I go through that all the time, but I'm kind of weird. But just think of the term or the name walkie-talkie. We all know walkie-talkies. We'll play with them. You probably play with them at home with your son. Yes, we have walkie-talkies. Yes. It is a but, funny name. Yeah, think about it. Did a grown-up name that? <laughs> walkie-talkie? <Does that> mean... <laughs> It's just so weird when you think it about is. it. So think if the people who named walkie-talkies, walkie-talkie, what if they named other things? <laughs> like what? Wouldn't that be funny? Like, uh, for instance, Licky Sticky. You know what that would be? Uh, well. A stamp. Oh, a stamp. Oh, my goodness. That's way funnier than a stamp. Yeah. I like to order a sheet of Licky Stickies. <laughs> Huh? Would you mm-hmm. feel mature doing that? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then what about fakey cakey? Ba- what'd you say? Fakey cakey. Fakey cakey. Uh-huh, come on. What, what is that? Low-fat dessert. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, my side is hurting right now. Okay, I'll give you I'll give you two more. Can you handle two more? Okay, two more. How about a, a, uh, a uh, findy-mindy? 
Findy Mindy? Yes. Findy Mindy. Findy. Got something to do with a shrink. Psychiatrist. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Woo. <sighs> okay. Flashy dashy. I have no idea. A runner. Fire engine. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, Okay, that yeah. makes sense. How about Platty Daddy? Platty, Jim. is that you? Hey. <laughs> I did see a tweet you did one time. I did? Yeah, you did this tweet. You said something about me on my bike calling me Speedy Wheelie. <laughs> I did that. What's that? All of, what was that tweet all about? Well, um, Spe- I forgot Speedy all about that one. Wheelie. Speedy Wheelie. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's precious. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm sure Allison has like 17 of them. Well, I just came punny. up. It took me a while, but I came up with one. She's a funny punny. Stretchy necky. Jim Man's neck? <laughs> a giraffe! Oh, a gi- oh, I get it. The stretch, the long neck. Yeah. Yes. Mornings with his morning crew. I'm going to solve a problem for you kids. You know how you love the ketchup, but sometimes when you squirt the ketchup on your sandwich or your hot dog, hamburger, whatever it is, it's everywhere, right? Sometimes it's mm. not enough, and when you want to try to mm-hmm. get just enough, it's too much. Yes, and then it separates a little water from the Oh, I stuff. don't like that. Or when your little kid, like, licks their fingers and then puts it on the lid Oh, and stuff. no, I didn't even think about that one. But, hey, <laughs> there's a new company called Bo's Original Slice of Sauce. It's a slice of ketchup, kind of like, you know, the cheese thing. Mm-hmm. You just put it down there. It's just ketchup. Really? And it's all natural. It's even better than the stuff you get in the bottles because nothing added to it. But, uh, of course, one of the... Growing up in a small town in Michigan, my father owned a restaurant where he was famous for his flavor-packed sauces. Cut to 30 years later, I knew I needed to get back to my roots, so I ditched the business suit and put on an apron. After several months of experimenting with my father's recipes, ketchup emerged in a new solid form. It's a slice of ketchup. Mm-hmm. And they're brilliant. It's You're going like, to see this on the shelves, kids. You think? Yeah, because they've already got $21,982 of their 15000 they were winning. I'm curious mm-hmm. for this to be a crew review because I don't know what it would really taste like. Yeah, it'd be a good ketchup. prank. April Fool's prank. You mix it up with a fruit roll-up. Oh, oh no, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh. You have that little little mind. I know. That's I'm awesome. Sneaky. Oh, I still want to do that now.